Hi, I'm Rebecca Pete, And I'm Rebecca Cochran. And, and welcome, welcome to Woven, where we strive to be Christians living in the world with intention. And our prayer is that, to paraphrase Mary Zimmer, the Christ who knew Mary and Martha would show us the way of balance. Thanks, Thanks for listening. Hello, welcome to episode 29. We are so, well, I'm so pumped because we're talking about gift giving today. This is one of my favorite subjects in the world. I love gifts. I love everything about it. It's my love language. Um, <laughs> one of my things I actually legitimately work hard at is being a better gift giver. And I'm always like thinking through gifts I've given, how they were received, what I could do better. So I'm excited to be able to share some of that with y'all. And um, before we do that, you may notice our gift giving episode is coming after our finance episode. That's for a reason. So we're going to be talking about um, just how to be content in also your financial situation with the gifts you give and how gifts, you know, it's a thought that counts, blah, 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 but it really is. So we're going to talk through those things. And before we get started though, Rebecca and I were thinking we'd like to do a warm up at the beginning of our podcast to just kind of like mark time and talk about our weeks. So we're going to start asking each other, what's working for you? or what's not working for you. And our thought behind this is how we're all so different and what works for me will not work for someone else. But a lot of times we get really good ideas just from asking people, how are you yep. doing this thing? So um, do you want me to start? Yes. So what's working for you since I'm Eeyore today? You are Eeyore today. <laughs> I am super Which grumpy today. Because <laughs> I'm usually Eeyore and you're usually oh, like a positive one. Yeah. I'm, I'm like a grump. Um, or, yep. But today I'm in a good mood. Um, let's see. <laughs> What's working for me? Um, I feel like a lot's working for me. Um, one thing is I started running. I mean, and I use that term very loosely. It's more, <laughs> it's more like um, very slow jogging. But I started doing Couch to 5K. Um, and this is going to sound weird, but I feel like God's been telling me to run for like two years. And I've just been like, mm, I don't want to do that. And I've just said no, which is um, not what you should do. And God told you to do something. It's pretty clear. But well, usually you get swallowed by whales when you do that. I know. When you say no. <laughs> but um, I just kind of didn't always see like what that would have to do with anything, you know, mm-hmm. like I didn't see the value in it. But I started recently and um, I'm just really enjoying the program and um, having like goals to look toward. And like, I appreciate um, running particularly versus other, cause I've been active. Like I, I'm not like starting from scratch, but I've never been a runner. And I think yeah. what I'm appreciating about it is it is giving me things to focus on that aren't like weight loss, but it's like giving yeah. me like markers of like, cause usually when you do exercises, you're like kind of looking at like, well, how many calories did I burn? But this yeah. is showing me like, what distance did I go? And like all those things we've talked about with like Angela and mm-hmm. just like, it marks progress. And like, marks, you get a little yeah. bit better each time you do it? Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. um, it's been really, it's been really fun. So I feel like running, I, I need to think of a different word cause that's not accurate for what I'm doing, but, um, slow jogging is really working for me. This what time. is the definition of running faster than walking? So you're doing that. Yeah. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what like is the difference between jogging and running. I knew, I know what sprinting is, but I like jogging like and running. I don't know. Jogging is just that you're not like it's like <laughs> I don't know it's slower it's just sort of more casual running feels intentional you're sauntering you're sauntering that is exactly what I'm doing I am sauntering my way through couch to 5k and it's going <laughs> what's not working for you Rebecca Pete? oh goodness it seems silly but um in the county that my kids go to school in every year the same week in October is conference week and they get out early every day of school and that seems silly because you're like oh 
yay, you get to spend more time with your kids. Or, <laughs> or, or, you know, like it seems silly because it's just only a couple extra hours every day, but it has completely derailed my week of like productivity because once you get started, like it's over. Um, and it's different than like having a whole week off because at least with the whole week off, you don't have to make lunches. You don't have right. to get up early. You don't have to rush everybody out the door. Well, we get the worst of both worlds. Like I have yeah. to rush everybody out the door on the bus by 6.55, but I also have to have them early. So it's like totally throwing off the production of my week. I've had, I've gotten nothing done. And so that's probably why I'm in a grumpy mood. So I would say that that's what's not working for me. It's just a really hard week. And I feel even worse for like um, working parents that work outside the home because it's just, it's a logistical nightmare trying to figure out everything. So um, it just changes everybody's schedule and I don't do well. Um, I'm a very scheduled person and routine person. And when things are are not in routine and not the same, then I don't perform as well so that's kind of and what's not working week off for fall break. we did just have a week off for fall break and they had an early release last week for like a yeah. teacher training and and then like election day is coming up and they have that whole day off because we're a polling place and then i i mean then it'll be thanksgiving i'm yep. like are, do my kids go to school or not i've forgotten so i think that's so a totally valid reason to be an eeyore today you sound a little sure. bit of an eeyore mm-hmm. yeah and it's cloudy and it's kind of rainy yeah. and you know just feeling very eeyore today I get that. Um, my kids have started waking up at seven in the morning. Which, I wish my kids could sleep till seven. <laughs> I know. Well, they used to sleep till eight thirty, and I'm not a morning person. And man, let me tell you, I've been so cranky with that shift in schedule, but I'm trying to work through it. So that's not working for me. I get it. When you're just used to like, yes. you finally feel like you have some control, and then it's like, nope. Yep. Yep. Anyways, well, yeah. So that's what I. I don't really because because I'm an Eeyore, I can't think what is working for me, <laughs> which is so bad because there's, I mean, obviously I have plenty of positive things in my life. I just can't put my no, finger you don't on have to. Right it's now. okay. But I don't want to be fake and be like, yeah, this is working for me when it's just me just making something up. Just, it's one of those weeks. Yeah. You know, just on the struggle bus this week. Yep. Chris so. and I do this thing where we say we're playing the struggle Olympics <laughs> and we'll like make the like, Compete. dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> So you won the Struggle Olympics this week. I'm going to win the Struggle Olympics this week, and that's okay. And so. I'm going to go be over here with my not-yet-endorphins just feeling like crap. And, because. like, and <laughs> we just are – if you can see us live in person, she is um, showered, and her hair is done, <laughs> and she has makeup on, and she has clothes on. I mean, I have clothes on, but, <laughs> but like, she's, like, dressed and looks like a normal person. I have not showered. I, I did work out, but I haven't showered from said workout. I have – tights on and athletic wear and my hair is pulled back and I have no makeup. I'm not even sure I washed my face this morning. So we are, and I, I do think I might've put deodorant on. So we are definitely the picture of Eeyore and Tigger today. It's fine. <laughs> and I'm actually wearing kind of warm autumnal colors. Yeah. So you're very Tigger. And you're today. wearing gray. Yes. Okay. Wah, wah, wah. Well, that's how we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so our episode today is on mm-hmm. gift giving. And one thing we wanted to do was get back to like the root of gift giving. Mm-hmm. What is a gift? Because I think um, we're trying to set the space intentionally in our time in these months leading up to Christmas and your time to remind you just like, why do we do this whole thing? And then mm-hmm. um, we're going to be doing our Advent episodes where we kind of talk through Advent and the church calendar later to help you with the like spiritual aspect of the Christmas season. But yeah. right now, I mean, gifts are a big part of Christmas and yeah. they are probably maybe gifts and food are the hardest parts for people coordinating those things. And like, just, you know, there's a lot of people to get gifts too. So 
what I did was I looked up the definition of gift. And let me just tell you very blankly, a gift is a thing given willingly to someone without payment. So it's given willingly. Yeah. You want to do it. Yep. And you're not expecting anything, basically. That's interesting because <laughs> that, that strikes it. Because that's, I mean, that's obviously what the heart of gift giving is. But do we, every gift that we give every year, did we want to give it? And, mm-hmm. and did we expect something in return? Right. Like, or when somebody willingly gives us a gift, I at least feel pressure that I need to return. Right. But if you just go with that definition, if they like you, if you give me a gift and you willingly give it to me and you wanted to willingly give it to me right. and you had that thoughtful gift in mind for me, ideally you're not expecting anything in return. Right. But my first instinct is, oh my gosh, I didn't get you anything. Yeah. So it's, I mean, I understand there's reciprocity in gifting too, but if you just go with the basic definition and I, I feel like if you stuck with that, it would take a lot of the pressure away. I think so too. And I think um, the thing about it is it's good to have those gifts as backup. And we're going to talk about what good like backup gifts are for when yes. like you either like drop the ball and you should have gotten someone a gift and you didn't or whatever. But I think it's all, what I keep coming back to is it's the merit of the giver. Like, if I, and this is me personally, but if I give someone a present, it's because I thought of them yeah. and I wanted to get it for them. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's not to say that sometimes if I like give someone like five presents in a row and they never get me anything that I'm not like, huh. But then I just, it's all about checking your own motive. So yeah. I think like we just have to have a spirit of generosity going into the season and not expecting things because expectations are preconceived disappointments and that yeah. applies to gift giving too. Yeah. So my definition of gifting is that gifts are tokens of love and gratitude. So a token, a little yes. representation of love and, oh, sorry, and or gratitude. So yeah, I appreciate something you did. Maybe I'm not like loving you necessarily, but you're my mailman and I want to yeah. show you that I appreciate, appreciate you or your kids, teachers or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. The, the start of both love and gratitude or love and appreciation are gratitude. Yes. So we're coming at Christmas with a sense of like, I mean, I just think if we can step into gift giving with an attitude of, I appreciate this person. I still thought you were going to say attitude or gratitude. And I was like, please don't say it. (laughs) (laughs) The rhyming. I can't do the rhyming. (laughs) No, I would not rhyme on you today. You are. Um, (laughs) But um, sorry, I derailed the conversation. No, you're fine. If we can step into it with appreciation and just like, really thinking about who is this person I'm buying a gift for? And you may be like, I don't have time for that. It's mm-hmm. Christmas. Oh my gosh. Like I have an answer for that too. And it is pre-planning. So let me write that down. But right now I wanted to get into a biblical perspective on yes. gift giving. Why? Like, tell us about the gifts, Jesus Scott. Tell us about gifts in the Bible. Okay. So let's start generally first. Yes. I mean, I mean, a lot of stories in the Old Testament, gifts are given. And most of the time, gifts are given in response to, um, like, so, a, so someone would come and visit. So hospitality was a really big deal. And it still is today in, in you know, Middle Eastern culture. But in where Jesus was born and the, and the whole setting of the Old Testament and the Israelites, like that whole culture of hospitality is um, 
is very prevalent, much different than our, I mean, we have people that are good at hospitality and it's a gift to be good at hospitality in our culture, but it's not like this. There's not these expectations of hospitality. Maybe in the South though. Yes. Maybe more in the South, but still, but I'm just talking about, it, it was just, that's how, if you ever, if, when you visited, so like say someone came and visited a Royal. So somebody came and visited King David, mm-hmm. you would always bring gifts. Okay. To show your uh, that you honor those people, so gift giving in the Old Testament was really a lot about honoring someone. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, you brought it to royalty, or you brought it because you were staying in their home, or whatever. That that's how gift giving um, took place, and um, gifts of sacrifice were given, um, you know, to God in the temple. Like mm-hmm. that's kind of where whenever you look at gift in the Old Testament, it's either surrounded our gifts that we give to God. And we, what we bring to the temple and we bring to the priest and, and all of that, or gifts were given in response to like a hospitality or you were visiting royalty. Um, so I, I, it was a, it was a place of honor. Like that's mm-hmm. how you showed honor was to get, get gifts, whether it was to your host or whether it was to a king or whatever, mm-hmm. or to the priests or, um, that was old testing given was for honor. And so that's kind of where we see Jesus when he's born, obviously he, is born as royalty. Mm-hmm. Uh, not everybody recognized that, but the wise men re- recognized that. So you see that in the gifts that they brought. And this is why traditionally Christians give gifts at Christmas. I mean, now it's exploded into like this massive, like financial economic industry. And mm-hmm. you give gifts for lots of other reasons <laughs> to help besides that. But like, that's where the origins of the gift giving at Christmas came from what's from Jesus is getting gifts from the wise men. Yeah. And so, and all, all three gifts were a sign of his royalty. Mm-hmm. So, so gold, obviously gold was brought because it was very, it was a very hot commodity. It was very expensive. You not, most people didn't have gold mm-hmm. and only royalty really, it was a symbol of royalty. So that was their expression to Jesus. We recognize you as king to bring mm-hmm. you gold. Okay. You br- that, so, you know, um, gold jewelry, all, only royalty would wear that amount of gold. And then the frankincense, frankincense is like, comes from a tree, kind of like gum or sap or okay. whatever, and it's burnt in incense. So it was used in the temple for incense. Okay. So that was, um, so when you would burn incense offerings to God, you would use frankincense most likely. And um, it was because it's very aromatic and all of that. And so, that was the wise men acknowledging his priesthood. Okay. So they acknowledge his king, kingliness with the gold, his priesthood with the frankincense, and the myrrh was what they would use when they buried people. So it was oh. the oil used in a burial process huh. is myrrh. Um, it also comes from trees, but it's it's an oil used in the burial process. We Frankincense and myrrh are actually still used today in lots of medicinal ways, but back in those days, that's what it was used for. So that was hit their way of showing and recognizing that he would be the Messiah who would die and wow. suffer. And so I mean, they may not have known exactly what they were doing, but that's the significant significance in scripture and God, it's a prophecy through God in the gifts oh, that wow. they gave. And Joseph and Mary would have, it, oh, those three things would have kind of struck them. Like yeah. they're bringing gold, which was usually only a gift given to royalty. They were bringing frankincense, which was burnt in the which was burnt in the temple. Uh-huh. So they're they're they get they're getting some sense of his like priestly role or his like spiritual role. Uh-huh. And then the myrrh, like that, would only have been brought for like a burial process. So like it it would trigger like thoughts in them for that for the 
king to bring those. So all that to say, like they were showing respect and honor and um, bringing a definition to who Jesus was by bringing those gifts. That's really cool. I didn't know that that's what, I mean, I knew the gold one, but I didn't know about. Yeah. Frankincense and myrrh. I know. It's so funny. <laughs> it always reminds me. So Nathan Lasher, he's my youngest, his pre-K um, class did the, um, you know, did the Christmas pageant and mm-hmm. he was one of the three wise men. So him oh. and two of his other little buddies were the wise men. And so they had to come and say what they were bringing. So um, I think Nathan was the one who brought gold. And then one of his other little brother buddies brought frankincense. And then the other one was myrrh, but he, he kept calling it mirth. Instead of myrrh, and like we kept correcting his friend, and, and he kept saying mirth. And David or Nathan to this day still thinks it's mirth, and I correct him all the time, and That's it's still mirth. But I think we were like, oh yeah, golfing it's some mirth. Everybody knows that story, but they don't yeah. really know the significance. So that's really cool that it was a way of honoring people, and kind of like it seems like gift giving could have been a way to speak out what you see in a person. Yes, too. I think that's a great yeah, um, that's a great definition. And I think that's something we can definitely take from that. Yeah. That spirit of speaking out a gift in a person and applying it. So, you know, hopefully we're able to get into a place as we're thinking through gift giving where we're able to see why we're doing it, what mm-hmm. the purpose is, and to do it with more intention. Because I don't think the answer, I mean, some people just get so burned out. They're like, we're just not going to do gifts this year. Um, yeah. And I mean that, you know, sometimes you need that. Sometimes you need a hard reset. But I think that really it's like, how can we be in that tension of doing it on purpose, mm-hmm. not getting totally sucked into the last minute, like, you know, end cap displays of whatever random thing, um, but also having grace for that because that yes. does happen. Yes. So I, I've kind of come up with just some things, some thoughts, and I really don't know where to start. Let me think for a sec. I have it categorized into types of people. Okay. And that's a great way to organize it. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I thought about, um, oh, so pre-planning, let me talk about that. So I think the worst thing you can do when you're trying to get Christmas gifts together is to wait to think about it until Christmas season. So something I do that helps me is I am just always in gift giving mentality And I don't expect everyone to do that. But what I do think you can do is get the little note section of your phone. Everyone has that pretty much or a notepad. And just when you're with someone and they say something that strikes you, Mm. write it down. Or if you're out shopping and you see something that reminds you of somebody, even if you don't have the money to buy it then or whatever, write it down. Because, and I think like that might seem like, oh, I don't want to go through that much work. But I have found that it just really takes a lot of pressure off throughout if I do like a small take like 10 seconds to write it down throughout the year and you can start now it's November but it's okay like it's actually still October when this comes out next it week. will be sorry <laughs> no, I never know when it is I'm just like floating around my own Wait, so, but don't don't put so much pressure on us we still have a few more weeks I know, I know. Well, so that's good so yeah. I mean you can start now and literally just like brainstorm and really think about people and who what is their life like? And um, so for me, a rule I have is the more intimate I am with a person, the more practical the gifts can be because I know them on an intimate level. So I can get them something that someone else might be like, this is the weirdest gift you've ever gotten. So for example, some things that I get <laughs> for friends of mine are like, um, I get these for new moms a lot. I'll get those little Colgate wisp toothbrushes. Do you, yes, know, you know, yes. the disposable tooth. And like, 
you couldn't give that to an acquaintance. So I'd be like, what are you saying? I need to brush my teeth. But there are these disposable toothbrushes. So I'll pack little, sometimes I'll do this for friends where I'll just get together like random stuff for their car, like a to-go. Like if I know I have a friend who's on the go a bunch, I'll pack up with toothbrushes. Um, one of those little secret makes these little to-go like deodorants that look like the EOS lip balms that are little circles. Yeah. Um, lip balm, Q-tips, safety scissors. I mean, seriously, like I will pack up car supplies and sometimes I'll think through like, what if I needed, like if I have friends with kids, this is something I'm doing this year. So I hope my friends are lying when they say they listen to our podcast because I hope they don't know what I'm getting them. But I am putting together like mom car survival kits of just things that I thought it would be really nice to have a pair of scissors in my car. Or it would be really nice to have this. Oh, that's and just idea. putting it together. Yes. Um, and I think that the thing I always think of with gift giving too is like, I think it's better to elevate someone's everyday life than it is to try to get them something completely out of character. I that's. I, I can speak to this because Rebecca's Rebecca's not just talking be, because she came up with this stuff on like, because she thought it'd be good for the podcast. This is really what she does. So I am on the go all the time and I'm always hungry, like legitimately always hungry. I'm hungry right now and I had breakfast and I'm still hungry. So I'm always hungry and I never pack snacks. I always remember snacks for my kids, but I never remember snacks for myself ever. And I get stuck in traffic all the time and I get very hangry. And so she knows that. And she packs me a bag like one of those little Amazon gift bags full of snacks for my car and it's still sitting in my car um and I eat from it often you do I do <laughs> so I and I appreciated that so much because like you remember that I'm hangry all the time on the go and you put it you went through the care you didn't just like grab go grab like um a box of snacks you actually like packed it with care and it didn't it wasn't that difficult to do right but, but like okay. it means something because it meant that you paid attention to what was going on in my life and that's always I think thank you um, I'm not trying to my own horn but like that's always, I think, what our posture should be toward gift giving. It's mm -hmm. like, how can we make the person who is receiving our gift feel known and loved? Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, we'll try to be elaborate and like out of control and like spend a lot of money. And like sometimes there are great things, but I think a lot of times the gifts that just kind of elevate your everyday yeah. can be really cool. So some things I was thinking of, um, like for elevating women. So let's talk about women for a minute. There are so many good little things that can be such good gifts for like your girlfriends or your sister or your mom. Um, and these are kind of random, but let me just throw them out there. You could do a Tide stick. Yeah. Okay. I really like the idea of getting someone a really pretty headband for washing their face. Everyone pulls their hair back to wash their face. Yes. And if you're like me, you have a crappy old gross headband that like, I don't know, maybe falls in the toilet and you've washed it 10 times because your kid throws it in the toilet. And it's just, it's those little things where it's like, if you have like a pretty headband or like if you're somebody who curls your hair or straightens your hair, get someone like a pretty clip, like a really nice clip to pull the rest of their hair back. Cause I think a lot of times when we buy those basic things for ourselves, like combs and brushes, we're kind of like, you know, for ourselves, we tend to buy whatever's like just going to be good enough. Yeah, but yeah, when yeah. someone goes out of their way to buy you like a really nice something that you're going to use. Yeah. Or you don't replace them because right. you're like, you know, it's just those things that you're like, I don't want to buy that for myself. So I don't want to go. Exactly. So you're still using your, you're still using your same headband from, you know, 2001 because you just don't go buy one for yourself. For exactly. sure. Yeah. So what, what could you get for someone that they wouldn't buy for themselves, but it would also, I like what you said, elevating our practical lives. 
Yeah. And so I think, um, a couple other ideas, like, so I love makeup, but I think for all women, you can buy mascara and lip balm. I think every woman uses those things. Yeah. And I think those are just fun gifts to give people. And like La Mer, you know, they're like a really expensive skincare company. Like their face cream is like something insane, like three or four hundred dollars. But their oh, lip balm is fifty bucks. And that's really dumb to spend fifty dollars on lip balm, but at the same time, if you have a friend who, you know, you want to make her feel a little special, yeah, then that would be a really cool gift. But yeah. again, it's gotta be you have to be careful. Like I wouldn't buy people like real makeup that requires color and of like course. that sort of yes. thing. Well, I feel like you have to say that because people have bought me makeup before. I'm like, mm-mm. Um, <laughs> but another thing thinking through, okay. So for women, some other ideas I had are, there's this really great mask microdermabrasion scrub I use. It's $20. It's by Vichy. I'm going to have all of these links in the show notes so you can find them by the way, but it's just really good. And I think it rivals expensive ones. And I think every woman can use a good microdermabrasion. It's pretty good for sensitive skin. Um, another thing is, like the car bathroom box I was talking about, a nice address book. An address book is one of the things I think people do. People still use hard copy address books, or I no? don't. Okay, I used one until about two or three years ago. The problem that I have found, so I used one for a long time. The problem I found is that um, is that people are so much more transient than they used to be yeah. that they change their address so much more often. So this happened to me every year with Christmas cards. And I was always like, so my entire address book was like scratched out and like oh, had five yes, different yes. addresses. So I do all of mine electronically now, but some other people might like nice. Addresses. I mean, you I just, know me. I'm, she doesn't do anything electronically. So <laughs> She's still, she doesn't even keep a paper calendar. <laughs> she literally has a dry erase calendar month to month that drives me insane, but it's also oh. super endearing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that old lady who doesn't trust technology. I'm like, it's not going to work. I'm just going to have my paper calendar. I don't keep money under my mattress, though. So that's good. <laughs> um, another thing, if you have a friend who likes to take baths, one of those tub trays is really cool. Yeah. And that's, Ooh, that's a good idea. You don't buy yourself. Like, no, you I don't have one of those. But it yeah. would be nice to have. Yeah. Right? FYI, anybody um, listening, I don't have one of those bath trays. <laughs> and I would like one of those really cute rifle paper company address books if anyone wants to buy me one. Oh, also... I feel like you can't go wrong with Rifle Paper Company. No, their stuff's and amazing. I feel like I need to say this out loud. None of this is remotely sponsored. These are literally things that we Yes. Just, oh, like, that's a good uh, point. Nothing yeah. is sponsored. Um, however, someone wants to sponsor us. <laughs> if, you, if you would like to sponsor us, we'd be happy to do an ad for you. <laughs> um, and then let me see. You guys, thank you for working with my brain. It's like all over the place. Another good thing are those purse magnets. They're called bagnets. Have you seen these? No. It is a magnet that you use to hang your purse up so you can stick it on like um if you are in a like gross public bathroom or i mean anywhere oh i know what you're talking about yeah yeah you can stick your purse up so that it's not oh that's a great idea i don't know right um and then i should be taking notes (laughs) (laughs) i'm like oh that's a good idea (laughs) these are good stocking stuffers i have lots of females in my family i'm like oh these are good (laughs) another thing that i think is really cool this is for anybody but um you know how you'll see those travel toiletry kits that have like, they sell them at like the drugstore or like Walmart or Target, but it's like the clear plastic bag with the clear bottles. Because every time you go for a trip, you're like, crap, I need one of those. Or I'm yes. always like that. And you don't know where the one was you used last time. Of course. Just yeah. little things like that that are like, oh, I'll save this for a rainy day. I think can be really cool. Um, And then getting into things that can be used for 
housewarmings or um, just gift giving kind of general, some general ideas, I would say, don't give people plants. Yeah. This is a personal story. When my daughters, <laughs> okay, so my girls were preemie twins. They were in the NICU for about a month. And um, during that time, we could not take care of ourselves. It was crazy. And this very well-meaning friend of our family gave us two Japanese maple trees. And it was a really sweet gesture. Like like they were supposed to signify the fact that you had twins. Is that why you get two they, of them? Yeah, yeah. for okay. each kid. And it was like, yeah. oh, you can plant these when they're born. And then you can like watch them grow. Oh, they're so, so hard to maintain. Guess what? They died in the pots because I could not maintain a plant at that time in my life. It was yeah. too much. And it was like I had to think about where to put it. Where does it get shade? You know, all those things. So I just, I do not give people plants unless I know they absolutely love plants and are really into them and enjoy taking care of them. I think that's also like a time thing. So, so that you know that they, and also like when you had twins and Japanese maples are very hard to take care of. Yeah. Because on other instances, like, like I love flowers and when Mm -hmm. I'm given flowers, I, I really truly appreciate them. Yeah. But that's not something that I have to maintain. It's flowers. They're flowers. Yeah, yeah. So I think there's the difference between, like, it's like giving somebody a puppy. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, that's not a good idea. No, that's exactly Or um, I feel like, uh, I feel like I know a story of a friend who, um, somebody came to their kid's birthday party and brought a fish or a hamster. <laughs> oh, like, God. no, just no. Who if does you, that? I, who does that? I would flush the goldfish down the toilet. I just thought the same thing. <laughs> you know, like, don't, like, don't give something to somebody that's going to make their life harder, not easier. Right. <laughs> you know, but so I that's think a good sometimes point. we'll be in the store and we'll, like, we don't think through. So something I would always recommend is think through, gifts shouldn't require work for yes. the, the person you're giving it to. That's so good point. So think through, if I give you this, does it require you to work? Um, and that counts for like, if you bring someone dinner, bring it in a disposable tin. Do yes. not make them return a Tupperware. To you. If you give them great. your Tupperware, have the expectation they can keep it. Yes. Don't give anyone anything that requires work. Also, one of my pet peeves is when you give someone flowers, you can go to Dollar Tree and get vases for a dollar. Yes. Go buy a vase and give it to them already in the vase. That is a great idea. Do not yes. hand someone a bouquet of flowers at a dinner party and then they have to stop what they're doing and like find the right vase and like, and it's, but again, the thing is, if someone does that, accept it graciously, yeah. you know, I, look, look at, oh my God, you brought me flowers. That's so nice. Yes. And don't, I mean, I'm not saying to have this like crappy attitude of like, I can't believe you didn't put it in a vase, but I, I think it's nice to think through these things and think yes. like when I give someone this item, what will it require of them? Really think through that. Well, that kind of leads back to the prairie planning idea. Just have a few vases stocked yeah. in your house that you, that you know, aren't yours that you're going to use yeah. when like you ran into Publix to get flowers for somebody because they're not feeling well or they just had a baby or whatever, or they just had surgery and you want to bring them flowers with the meal, like you already have that on stock. Because that's the thing for me is what I do then is is I know I shouldn't bring them the flowers without a vase. So I spend a lot more money at Publix with the flowers already in the vase because I want to, which that's better than nothing, but but if I already had a vase, like I could have gone to Costco and get really beautiful, cheap flowers yeah. that aren't in a vase and I have a vase already. So th- this is a great thing to think about things that you could stock the next time you're at the dollar store, just grab a couple extra vases. Or if you're at Publix, they sell the ball canning jars. Yeah. Get a cute, get like a 10 pack of mason jars. Oh, that's a great idea stick too. Stick it in there. Yeah. But like, and even if you don't have a dollar tree near you or your dollar tree doesn't stock this stuff, 
go online because I mean for our wedding we bought all kinds of stuff from Do- like Dollar Tree is great you can buy yes. like those ginger jar vases you know yeah. that mm-hmm. come with flower deliveries all the time dollar so that's an idea um and you can also use them for other things too but I just I love feeling like I have it on hand and heck yes. if you're in a pinch and you have a pretty plant in your yard you can chop some branches yeah and put it I mean you can you can really get creative with this stuff and have like a nice thoughtful gift that really didn't require a lot of money at all yeah um Another thing, okay, this is random, but I really like giving people birdhouses. Um, let me tell you why. <laughs> that is random. <laughs> it's random, but let me tell you. So I have found that for particularly housewarming, but also just an anytime gift, it is one of the few things you can give somebody that they can almost always put somewhere. It doesn't require upkeep. And most people enjoy occasionally seeing a bird in their yard, but people don't think to buy themselves a birdhouse. I don't have a you birdhouse. Know? Yeah. And I think a fun thing to do is if you're like, if you have a friend who, if you're even remotely crafty, this is one of those places. So I don't, I don't always think crafty gifts are a great idea. Homemade gifts. I'm kind of like, eh, like just, unless you're really good, unless at you're it. really good at it. And yeah. the person likes that sort of thing. Yeah. But, um, this is one area you could paint a birdhouse for someone if you're like good at that and give it to them. And like, you could even for a housewarming kind of like pick one that sort of looks like their house or something like that. I just think birdhouses are a really fun idea. They're, they're affordable. I mean, they're 10 to 15 bucks usually, um, which is a good price point for a housewarming gift. And they're just like a thoughtful little thing that people don't think about like hummingbird feeders. Or if you um, have a friend who likes to garden, you could get them those really pretty markers for herbs, you know, that you also don't spend money on for yourself. You buy the herbs, but you don't buy the nice, pretty markers. Right. So things like that, that people just won't. You want to know my go-to housewarming gift? My go-to housewarming gift, because somebody did this for me, and so now I buy it for everybody when they move to a new house, the stamps with your address on it. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, so when they move into a new house, that's my housewarming gift. Rebecca, that's really good. So I'm not usually very good at this. It's like my, I have like maybe one or two go-tos. And that's my good. No, that's really, it kind of makes gift. me want to move because I need one of those, actually. <laughs> and I have like three or four of them because I buy them so often that <laughs> I get free ones all the time. And so I like of my own. Nice. Like I have like three or four different styles of my own. And I and I go with something super basic because you don't want to get something like too yeah, flowery yeah. or florally for someone who, like I just do, I do a very basic like block print but I'm like nobody thinks to buy those for themselves like you just said you need one of those and so that's my go-to housewarming gift that is great that's a really good idea um I'm gonna have to follow that one for later Um, (laughs) (laughs) oh another thing that you could give to anybody that might seem a little random umbrellas people always need an umbrella and I always leave them places so I'm always always losing them them. yes they're also around that 10 to 15 dollar mark that's good you can get really cute umbrellas. I mm-hmm. remember a few years ago, I used to work at a um, doctor's office and one of our patients um, got the whole, he got all of us. Um, I think they were Vera Bradley or something, but he went and picked out like a print that reminded him of each person. Oh, that's cute. And it was so great because it's like, there are very few things everyone can use, but an umbrella is one, one of them. them. Yeah. So I just thought that was the best gift. And I do give people umbrellas now and it's a great teacher gift too. Oh, that's a good teacher um, gift. Yeah. Because it's pretty, uh, and also all of my, I have several friends who are teachers. And when I asked them, they all just said practical. They want gift cards to Target. That's what yes. they want. That every teacher I know. And my mother-in-law is a teacher and my sister-in-law is a teacher. And then I have lots of, I like you have lots of friends that are teachers. And um, so I have a lot of educators in my life and n- no more bath products. Yes. Yep. Yep. 
first off, you know, everybody's scents are different. And secondly, you just don't need that many bathrooms. You don't. <laughs> like, I think my mother-in-law had, because she's she likes to keep things. So I think we went, when we cleaned out her attic after my father-in-law passed away, oh, no. I mean, I think we had bath products from like 10 years ago in oh, like God. baskets, like, yeah. you know, so practical, yes, but also usable. So like, pra- like an umbrella is practical, but it also isn't like a dime a dozen. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah, you're not going to get, but even if you did get a million umbrellas, cool. Yeah. You just stat- <laughs> like, you can have one in your garage or one in your car exactly. and one in your other car and one, in- yeah, yes. exactly. One in your bag. Yeah. That's a good idea. And yeah, I think you do have to be careful with the bath products. I just, unless you know someone really likes a scent or like you yes. know that person well enough. I, and I mean, I can't tell you how many two ounce hand lotions I have. I know. People give. And it's, it's nice, you know, and you can end up yes. donating them. Yes. And that's so, mostly what I do too. You know, however. Same thing with candles. And I think candles are a great gift. Don't yeah, get me too. wrong. There are some really good candles out there. Yeah. And I think really good practical candles are good. But, like, there's a line. Okay, let me ask you, because I was about to say yes. candles. I, when I buy people candles, I only get a linen scent. Okay, yeah. That is, I think. That's about all I like, so. I think most people like, or, like, the cotton. Yes, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, like, the clean smells. Because I think you have to be real careful with flowers and pumpkins. And I hate candles that smell like dessert. People like to give me those because I like to cook. And I'm like, I don't want my house to smell like a cinnamon bun. I'm sorry. Sometimes I do. I have, like, a brief time period of the year. Like, right now, I do have a pumpkin candle. But I'm more of, like, a white pumpkin. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah. I, like, I wanted a, fall, a faint fall smell. Yes, yes. But I don't want it to be like, I don't want it to smell like, no offense to White Barn or Bath and Body Works. That's not what I want it to smell like in right. my house. So, and so yeah, yeah. This conversation is exactly why if you care when you get people candles. Exactly. Although I do find, um, I don't know, I think if you get, if you can find candles that are herbal. Yes. Just like, because you can find candles now that smell like basil or, I think yeah. those are generally. Do you know the pretty- brand are, are, Pel- Pelago? Arpelago? No. I'm, I'm butchering it, but it's like A R. P-I-H-E-L-G-O or something. I'll have to, I'll, we'll link to it because when I find it, um, they have, I mean, they sell them at Nordstrom's, okay. but they also have, like, you can find them on sale other places and they'll run like flash sales on them and stuff, but they're like really good, like herbal oh, nice. cows. Yeah. And they've got like the four and they're waxless and all of that kind yeah. of stuff. Like, I think if you're going to go for a candle, go for a nice one. You can find nice ones on sale. Okay. But I so just tell you my, one thing. Speaking of candles, yeah. something I really like to give people there's a company called Homesick Candles. Have you ever heard of them? No. So they have, for every state, they have a scent. Okay. So, like, we have a friend who, um, I have friends who live in L.A. They're from, she's from Atlanta. He's from uh, Connecticut. Oh, I want a Texas one. <laughs> there is a Texas one. Um, they got together in Boston. So when they got yes. married, I sent them a Boston candle. Yes. And they're like 30 bucks. So it's, yes. a, it's a nice gift. I mean, it's not like, you know, it's, I feel like it's a decent appropriate but gift. But it's supposed to smell like and home? It, so like, yeah, the Boston one, I think the smells were like coffee. It, there were a couple smells in it. Yeah. I lived in Boston for a couple of years. I can like, it would, I can smell what you're yeah, talking you can about. Look yes. it up on their, I need so to look it up. candles. Yes. And they have one. So, um, yeah. And I know a friend who like his mom was from West Virginia. So he got her a West Virginia candle one year for Christmas. Like it's just such a cool, like thoughtful thing and that's yes. one of those things I feel like even if they don't like the smell of the candle it's okay because it was because thoughtful. it's cool yes. packaging and it has like the state on it and it yes. says homesick so I think it's still kind of a cool gift even if they don't end up burning it 
Yeah. Um, that's one thing I would say. Is okay. So that's, that's how I feel about candles. Yeah. I think if you've put thought, some thought into it, because yes. everybody, I think most people like candles in some way, shape or form. Yeah. So I think, um, I, I think that it's, it's what thought did you, or did you just grab it on the end cap at target, which occasionally happens and that's fine. And that's but, fine. but, but you yeah. can be a little more intentional. intentional yeah. Also, gosh, these are one of those things you could go on their website and just buy them for everyone, you know, and be done with it. And it would be thoughtful. Yeah. And it would be one of those get like, I love being able to go on like one place and just ordering all the things. Um, yeah, that's a great idea. So I like speaking that. of websites, a couple that I think are just always good. If you're invited to white elephant parties or like, um, just like gag gifts, like my family's big on gag gifts, which should surprise nobody, but, um, <laughs> what on earth.com. So what on earth.com have you been on there? No, but that sounds fun. It's literally like, I don't know if you guys are in Atlanta and you've ever been to Richard's variety store. It's sort of like that. It's like, Gag gifts, funny stuff. Like I have this Bob Ross mug that Chris got. I love your Bob Ross. Your Bob Ross. I just love Bob Ross. I'm not even being funny. I I really do. Like (laughs) I feel like he's my therapy. But it like you fill it up with hot coffee and it a picture appears and like just goofy stuff like that. Like the funny socks that make your feet look like um, a werewolf or just like the really goofy gag gifts that you're like when you have somebody in your life who like my dad. Like he doesn't need anything, but he just loves a good potty humor laugh I go on there and just buy random stuff so it's really fun for white elephant um another one that's not uncommon goods do you ever go on I love uncommon goods so good and they have a good um you can search by recipient on there so it'll kind of pull up some things that they think would be good yeah no I love that store Um, yeah so that's another good one that I like to go to um and then other white elephant gift ideas just since we're on that the travel toiletries bag I think everyone can use that. The clear TSA approved toiletries bag, um, gift cards for gas. That's a good idea. I don't know anybody who doesn't need a QT gift card, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> everyone can use that. Um, and then this is a funny one, but <laughs> a pack of paper towels. Like if you're at like one of those really awkward work ones where like you don't know your coworkers very well and That's you're like, funny. I don't want to get something like a candle or like yes. wine because sometimes people don't drink. And what if a guy gets it and I give him this like candle? And I don't know. So get a freaking 12 pack of paper towels and wrap it up. That and it's hilarious. hilarious because then it's like, but they're still going to use it. It's like giving diapers at exactly. a baby shower. Yeah. It's so practical. And it's <laughs> That's funny. funny. Um, also <laughs> tide sticks. Another great one. I love to give a tide stick. Um, and then, Kind of getting into the coworker thing, I want to talk about Trader Joe's for a second. I feel like Trader Joe's is where you need to go for gifts. And let me tell you why. If you work in an office and you want to get your coworkers a little something for Christmas, but you don't want to spend more than like, I don't know, five or $10, you can go and get little snack sets. So you could go get a peach salsa and some plantain chips, give it to a coworker, little things like that. Like, kind of put it together because there's something about Trader Joe's that is just magical and the packaging is cute. And And I just don't, I don't go very often. Exactly. And that's true for most people. Most people don't have one right there. So whenever you get someone something, it's kind of like, Ooh, Trader Joe's like, yes. Um, when, when it's like exotic or something, which it's not, cause it's not expensive at all. But Like when one of my, um, best friends had a kid, she lives in Powder Springs. So she has like, she's in no man's land up there, no Trader Joe's. And, um, so when she had her baby, instead of making her food, I went on a Trader Joe's run and bought all the stuff I knew she liked oh, and filled her freezer. Idea. And it's like, it doesn't take that much effort because most of us are within like a half hour of one. So yeah. it's going to, it's not your everyday routine, but it's like a nice thing. That's a really thing. good idea. Um, yeah. I like food gifts because I don't like stuff. Like yeah. I don't like 
um, things that are going to like hang around around my house. Right. So um, I like food gifts um, because they're going to get consumed and then they're Mm -hmm. gone. (laughs) They're going to take up space. Well, another thing that's good about kind of the Trader Joe's approach is I feel like it's really sweet around the holidays. Everyone gives cookies and like sweet treats. But if you can give something that has a little bit of a longer shelf life, like if you go and you get like, go to Trader Joe's, get like apple butter or something something. like that that can stay in your pantry and that Mm -hmm. you can use later. I think that's really great. Another good food gift, I think, is like artisanal butter, which sounds weird. But there's a local company called Banner Butter and they make cultured butter. Like so in the European style. And, uh, you know, it's I don't even know how much it is. I think it's like seven dollars for a little tub of it. But that's such a fun gift because most people will use butter. But they're not going to buy artisanal butter for themselves. Right. Yeah. But it's a fun little gift. Um, Yeah, that's a good idea. So I think Trader Joe's and another random thing at Trader Joe's that I love to give people is their shampoo. Have you ever used it? No. Okay. They have this. It's called T-Shirt. Now I know what I'm getting for Christmas. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I give this to a lot of people. It is literally, there's no sulfates, no parabens. So it's safe for color treated hair so women can use it, you know, really for hair color and stuff. Um. But it's also like my husband uses it. It's like three to four dollars a bottle and it's made really well. The formula is great. Hairdressers recommend it. It's just really good shampoo. That's great. And it's fun because it's not like you're buying them Kroger brand. It's like a little different. If it's, yeah, from it's not Joe's like here's a bottle of swab. So yeah. some other, good things, <laughs> other good things you could do there. You could go and get somebody a everything but the cheese set. So you could get like the fancy crackers, the mustard, uh, gherkins, um, I have like fig jam, fig paste kind of thing. Yeah. Make them like a little cheese board setup minus the cheese. Because you, if you're trying to do things that like they don't have to immediately put in the fridge, right? Yeah. Um, you could do like a dessert setup. They have a really great cortisol caramel that's in a jar. Yeah. Um, you could get that with like some cute little sprinkles or chocolate really chips. I know. Sorry. <laughs> just, just one more. Um, and then, you know, they have so many good, uh, the little like um, Indian or Thai curry sauces. You could yes. get that with like a box of jasmine rice and just some little like peanuts to put on top or what. So you can do these kind of food gifts that are thoughtful, but aren't going to like break the bank. Yeah. Um, so I think I just always love Trader just Joe's. ordering from like what's Harry and David, even though I love Harry and David, right. but that's so expensive. So, yes. yeah. And speaking of Harry and David, along that same line, a lot of people give the Omaha steaks, yes. which is a nice gift. But I want to say you can order from our friends at White Oak Pastures. Again, this is not sponsored. This is because I actually like buy things from them. But if you have a friend who's into big green egg or like smoking or barbecuing or even just someone who likes to cook I think it's such a cool gift to buy really good meat for someone and yes. it seems random I I love it David gets it often you know David's got a couple of small businesses so he has lots of vendors and so we yeah. get food gifts like that's a regular thing for us to yeah. get at Christmas food gifts we've got Omaha steaks we get Harry and David I mean it's like the yeah, standard yeah. stuff that you get but I love it because mm-hmm. with Omaha steaks like now my freezer is full of steaks and yep. meat that I don't have to go to the grocery store yeah. to buy that stuff. So I actually think that's a great gift. I think it's a great gift too. And unless unless they're vegetarians, so just make sure you know whether they are. Yeah. <laughs> yes, for sure. But, you know, fancy bacon. Mm. Um, oh my gosh, I cannot think of the brand right now. Nooski. Nooski bacon. Yum. My, do you know that bacon? No, but it's, uh, I love bacon. It's my favorite, like bacon. It's my favorite bacon. It's somewhere, <laughs> it's either like the Midwest or the Western. I, I can't even remember, but you can order it online. And it's, you know, it's, ex- it's more than you would pay at the grocery store for bacon. Yeah. But like, how fun is that to get nice bacon and it keeps a couple months. So it's a good gift. It's not just like a bunch of cookies that you're like, Oh God, I have to eat all these cookies and I'm going to get sick. But, um, so I think sending someone bacon is really fun. Another thing, if you're super broke, 
you can totally make your own pancake mix, you know, cause it's just flour, baking powder, salt, whatever. Yeah. Um, you can put buttermilk powder in it and like, you can look online for these on like Pinterest, make pancake mix and give someone a thing of maple syrup, put it in a mason jar. Yeah. It's a little breakfast kit. So I just think things like that are super thoughtful and nice and they're homemade, but they're not like, look at this nice little craft you made me. Let me hide it in my drawer. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> I don't do that to my kids crafts at all. I don't either. No, I, I just leave them proudly. <laughs> um, and since we're kind of on a cook thing and because I'm a cook, a couple things that I think are really good. Um, I was trying to think like, what are the three kitchen tools that I think everyone should have, but maybe they don't have. Yeah. Um, the first one is a ricer. Do you know what a ricer is? I do, but I don't have one. Okay. Let me tell you, it's, it's a little, oh my God, this is when I wish we had like a video show so I could, you would know what my hand gestures are. It's a thing that squeezes potatoes through and it has, so there's a bunch of like little tiny perforations. Like a garlic press? It's like a, it's exactly what it's like, except it's bigger. Okay. Cause so, I do have one of those. <laughs> it's like a garlic press. But you stick potatoes through it. So it makes the best okay. mashed potatoes in the world because it gets them into really fine pieces. Hmm. And, you know, sometimes if you make mashed potatoes in, like, a mixer, they get super gummy. You don't want to, like, yes. over-mash them. But then it's really hard when you're mashing them by hand to get them, yes. like, smooth enough. But what I, I stick mine in the blender. But You do? Yeah. Interesting. Um, <laughs> but with the potato ricer, so it is a little bit of effort for, like, everyday stuff. Yeah. But what I love to use it for is frozen spinach because if you've ever tried to like wring spinach out over the sink and you use like a whole roll of paper towels and it's a big mess and then yeah. it's still wet this will get all of the liquid out of your spinach like it is going to be bone dry and perfect so i love it for that i use it a lot for spinach um it's a random random gift but i think it's great another good one is called a fish spatula it's a very thin it's it's made for a large fillet of fish but yes. i use that thing for pretty much anything it's a metal thing. So like yesterday I made these cookies and they were kind of sticking to the pan. If I used a regular spatula, it would have broken the cookie, but that fish spatula yes. was so super thin. I was able to like wiggle it underneath and pull them up. Interesting. So I'll put a link to that. You might think that's weird, but let me tell you, I, that is like the one turner I use in my kitchen all the time. It's so good. Um, another good one is a bench scraper. I have these three things you just listed. I have a lot of kitchen tools because I like kitchen tools and I don't have either of these three things. See, I don't like kitchen tools. So my kitchen tools have to do like five things or I don't use them. Oh, see, I love them. So the bench scraper, it's a, it's literally a bench scraper. It's for when you're making like bread or pastry. It's a thing that you, it's a, it almost like looks like what you use to spread grout. Yep, it does. Okay. So you scrape under, but (laughs) helping with the visuals here. (laughs) Thank you. We'll have links to all this. If you're like, what on earth is a bench scraper? But so it's really good for if you're chopping vegetables and need to transfer them to yeah. a pot. You just scoop them all on that big, wide, flat handle yes. and stick them in. Okay. Um, it's also really good if you are making, well, I was going to say bread, but also if you just make a mess, I use it to just scrape up everything on my counter and then clean it off. And it's like you're done. Oh. That thing is massively multi-use and amazing. And I love it. It doesn't take up a ton of space. These are good ideas. My dad and my brother are both. Um, I know they're not listening, so I can say this. They're both <laughs> like they they love to cook. Like they're yeah. and they are chef grade cooks. Like they are yeah. really, really, really good cooks. And I'm always trying to figure out some cool kitchen thing to get them. Yeah. Like I constantly am when I'm in their kitchens, like looking around and be like, what do they not have? What do they not have? Yeah. Because they love that's what they love to get. So these are yeah. really good ideas because I don't know if they have these things. And there's so. good things too, like even if someone already has it, like to to replace it or have yeah, it. Yeah, you can or get whatever. a new one. 
These are good um, ideas. And another one, oh, I, I didn't write this down, but another one is a microplane, which is a zester. Yes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Which I like to use that instead. Of, it's a also called a rasp. It's a yes. um, it's a very tiny grater. You can use it to grate anything from like garlic to lemon zest to Parmesan yeah. cheese. Um, I just, I find I use that thing all the time. And yes. that's something that actually need to be replaced about like once a year. Because they, they, they get dull. Yeah. yeah. And so a lot of like, I need a new one right now. I'm probably going to go get one this week now that I'm saying that. But that's a good gift for somebody. If they already have it, it's mm-hmm. like, here's a new, and that's another thing. No one's going to replace that for themselves. But once you replace yes. it, you're like, it's like when you get your knife sharpened and you're like, yes. oh my gosh. I know David bought me a knife sharpener last year for Christmas, I think, because I've got a really good set of Hinkle knives mm-hmm. that we got for our wedding. Uh-huh. Like they're still good knives, but they just needed to be sharpened. Yeah. And he got me one of those electric sharpeners nice. and I sharpened it. I was like, it was like it brought like new life back to my cooking. Well, and like it's a safety thing. Like yes. you need to be using sharp tools or you're going to yes. cut wrong and cut yourself. So it's yes. like, yeah, you need to be using good stuff. Another good one, I think for anyone is a pepper mill, like yes. a nice pepper mill. That's a good idea. Pepper mills are expensive. Yeah. I know because mine just broke and I went to buy a new one and I was like, oh, they're like $50. Yeah. Um, so I'm asking for one that is on my Christmas wish list this year. But I think pepper mills are great. And the thing is too, if someone already has one, you can get one to put on their table or what, you know what I mean? Like, like you can always get almost like decorative ones and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think pepper mills are fun gifts too. Um, and I think that's all I have for food gifts. I would just say if you're going to give someone something you make, it's great. Like if you're like Aunt Susie makes these cookies and that's like your thing to give everyone these cookies then keep doing your thing. But if you're like looking for a food gift that you want to give people and you're not like particularly attached to something, I would suggest doing something savory or that will keep, like we said, because yeah, I think I there is an influx of like sweet treats, which is so fun and great. But I think it's nice to kind of one of my neighbors right. notoriously does spice nuts every year, and I, I love, love them. That. She does a mason jar for all of our neighbors full of spice nuts. And it's, I will tell you, I love those more than, and I like sweet stuff. My kids eat all the sweet stuff that comes in, so it's fine. They're like garbage cans or garbage disposals. <laughs> it's fine. They eat it all. We love it all. But um, the spice nuts I reserve for myself. Those spice are fine. So that's a really good gift. And if you want to do like a big batch gift for people, um, yeah. Dave Leibovitz is a chef who has like my favorite spice nut recipe. So I will post that on our social media um because everyone needs a good spice nut recipe and i'm gonna stop saying spice nut because <laughs> i'm starting to get inappropriate in my head um, <laughs> okay children gifts for children i'm a little biased but let me just say for a kid's first birthday i always get a gift for the parents i don't always but i try to um just because the kid's first birthday is really for the parents yes. the parties anyway. And I think it's really nice. Um, I also try to do this for new moms who are having baby showers. Like I try to get gifts for them because I feel like so much of the focus is on the baby. Yeah, that's a good point. That um, it is just nice sometimes to acknowledge the mom and get some things for her. And same goes for the first birthday party. Like um, something I like to do is get like a gift card for the parents to go out to dinner or just like stuff like that. Yeah, I like, like, like a date night pack. I've, I've done this before for... Oh, nice like new new parents and even with teachers yeah. because um you know especially teachers I know that have kids uh-huh. because it is expensive to go to dinner or movie and have a babysitter it's true like oh so you do like a movie gift card and, that's yes great. a movie gift card a dinner gift card and then like you know some money for um babysitting or I'll just like that's really nice ha- have one of my babysitters well, I have several babysitters that um take PayPal mm-hmm. so if I say if I set up babysitting for them then I can just PayPal the, That's the babysitter such a good idea. Yeah. And that really is like going back to that thing of thinking about the person and what yes. would be really helpful to them. Yeah. And make them feel honored. Like, yeah. 
Because so this goes back to the gift card thing. Like I think sometimes gift cards can be impersonal, yeah. but I think sometimes they can be really personal. They can. So like I, it's you have to just like find out what that line is because because um, things like that is a very like I would like to get that gift. Mm-hmm. Like that's a great gift. Yeah. And it would be used, and I would use it. And then or there's just the random here's your Home Depot gift card. Yeah. And you may be like you may like to build things, and that may be what you do. So exactly. Home Depot is a good it's gift all card. About the person. It is like, but like I'm a bibliophile. So yeah, yeah, yeah. if someone buys me an Amazon gift card or a Barnes and Noble gift, like I got a Barnes and Noble gift card for my birthday and I haven't been able to go yet, but I am like seriously yeah. waiting for the time where I have an hour or two and I can just wander Barnes and Noble yep. and pick out a new book. Yeah. Like, Cause I hardly ever buy myself books. I either do eBooks or they're given to us because of the podcast yeah, yeah. or I um, do audible or something because it's yeah. a treat to buy myself a book. Yeah, so. totally. So it's all about like the person. It is. Yeah. Um, and even if, and I think that's where like cards come in really handy because you can yes. explain why you yes. have them a random Visa gift card. My stepmom is very good at this and she's the one that got me the Barnes & Noble gift mm-hmm. card. And she bought me a book that she thought I would like, that she read. She wrote me a sweet card and she gave me a Barnes & Noble gift card to buy a book that I thought I would like since she sent me one she thought I would like. Huh. You know, that's and really so, good. yeah, she's good at that. You know, so you know yeah. those people in your life. Like, think about those people in your life that are just like, every time they give me a gift, I'm like, that was a really good idea. <laughs> and write them down. Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah. totally copy people. And see, I'm not. But see, now we're talking great. about it and I'm like, oh, I do have ideas because like you I have do. these ideas. But like when I'm standing there going, oh, dang it, tomorrow's so-and-so's birthday. I don't, like, I lose it. So I think writing them down is a good idea. It is, because you always want to think about your future self. And how can I help myself yes. when it's December and I'm tired and I have no capacity? I've written myself notes, and it's great. Um, so children, the children. The children. Let me tell you what I want for my kids. And then I want to hear what you think are good gifts for children. Okay. I want disposable cheap art supplies. Yes. The watercolor packs that are, like, $1.50. Great idea. They are ruined in one use. I have two kids. So for $3, you could give me a good afternoon. Yeah. So I want 30 of those. Yes. Um, markers, crayons, those yes. big coloring mats that are like those the are floor great. pads. Yeah. These are all such good things. And they're things that like, they're not very Play-Doh, just stuff yes. that you can throw at a kid that you don't have to clean up, that you can throw away. Yes. Rainy day items, I think are so great. Another one is books. I always want books for my kids. I appreciate when people kind of we we have like an amazon wish list for maddie and penny that i just update throughout the year for our family so i think that's an easy way to do it but um i always appreciate a book even if it's a duplicate um kinder eggs yes which they have changed you know how those were illegal in the u.s y'all they're so if you get them in europe it's like a, a hollow chocolate shell with a toy inside but that's obviously a choking hazard so now they have it where the egg is in half and like half yes. of it's a little toy and half of it's, it's um, chocolate. Yeah. Chocolate. And my, my kids, kids are obsessed. Yeah. My they're kids such do too. Gifts. And yeah. they're like a dollar fifty. Those each. are great to stick in like a birthday present. Yeah, they are. Yeah. And they're such a cool thing. Like I would like to get 20 of those just to have as yes. like bait. <laughs> because I need lots of bait. And yeah. they're, they're a good little gift. Um, and then, and it's something that adds up if you're like at Kroger and throwing them in your cart every time it starts to add up, but those yeah. are a good thing. Um, and then something else I always ask for are like plain white socks that all match each other because my mission in life is to not have to sort children's socks that are like smaller I, than my, my kids all have the same socks. Too. Yeah. Both my kids. Now I've got a girl and a boy, so they're a little bit different, yeah. but all of Nathan's socks look the same and all of Milo's socks look the same. I mean, they yeah. have a couple of fun ones thrown in there just yeah. because you have to have funky socks sometimes, mm-hmm. but like their everyday socks look exactly the same. Yeah. So I always appreciate when someone gives me yeah. a pack. Cause also they're like, 
they're not expensive, but they add up and it's really nice to yeah. have someone just give you something like that, that you're like, cool, I don't have to buy socks now. Yeah. So those are things I like. Um, what about you for your kids? Cause your kids are a little older. Yeah. So, um, I like the reusable or the disposable art supplies. Um, mm-hmm. one of my favorite ones to get is anything by Melissa and Doug is good. I know. Right. But, like literally everything my kids have yes. ever had from there, they like. Yeah. So the, the Melissa and Doug makes these, um, these, painting ones and it's down at the, I'm trying to describe it since you can't see me, but down at the bottom is like the perforated part of the paper mm-hmm. and it's, it, it's paint, but it's only like one use. Like you have to get it wet and that area gets dark, but it's like mess free. Cause it's not actually like a container of paint. Mm-hmm. It's just like a piece of paper down at the bottom that's dyed. Oh. And when you, oh, when you put water. water on it, it turns into watercolor, but it's not messy. So they could like do it in the car on a car ride. So I think anything, I, anything like that, that they can do in the car for car yes. trips and things yes. like that are really good ideas. Like, you know, any of the Melissa and Doug stuff like that. I like that they have like this, the sticker by number painting and anything yeah. that's not messy, but it's still disposable. Yep. So I like those. I like, um, for my older kids, I like any kind of like, brain teaser books mm-hmm. there's they have all these brain game books and brain teaser books like those are really those those are um really good um gifts to give for like birthday because we just get invited to so many birthday parties so I like things like that I just I don't want like the junky toys like yeah. you, you can spend very little money and still get something that's usable so I think yeah I'm, I agree with any of the like the art supplies and the brain teasers and um you can never go wrong with Legos. I think oh, Legos yeah. are always good. Yeah. Um and they make little sets of Legos and I think you know, up to the big sets that are expensive. I think Legos are always a good gift. Um and I think books are always a good gift uh for kids. The those are my favorites. Those are my go tos. Board games. Yeah. Uh, we love board games as a family. I have a whole closet full of board games and I like creative board games, like ones that I've never seen before. Yeah. Like somebody went and got something fun and funky and I yeah. like that too. So I love that. Those are good ideas. Um, yeah. Because yeah, it's hard to get kids clothes. Like I feel like when like little babies and toddlers clothes are a sweet gift, but as kids get older, it's just, I mean, my kids are so picky now. Another one wear. I really like to do is beach towels. Oh, that's a great. So gift. beach towels, maybe with their name put oh, on it. So um, those are always those are really great. Like somebody did that for me for for Mila before, and so I've I've done that before. I've got um, given those before. I think I mean kids love umbrellas. So yeah. going back to umbrellas, like that's a fun gift. Oh, Mila's gotten an umbrella before. I thought that was cute. You know what's a good one if you like cook with your kids at all is to get them a really cute spatula that's just theirs. Because yeah. there's something about having like your tool that's yes. yours and like mom doesn't use it. And a spatula is like $3. And they yeah, have all these idea. cute ones that um, I think it's Williams Sonoma or not any Target has them now too, but they'll have like just really cute, funky, like the rubber of the spatula has like a picture or a drawing on it and are very yes. kid friendly. Um, so I think that's a fun gift. I thought about getting, cause Milo is getting more where she's more interested in helping me in the kitchen. So speaking of that for kids is there is, and I wish I, I'll have to look it up, the brand of. Um, there are kids knives and they actually yes. work. They're like workable knives, but they're like the size for their hands. Yeah. And so, I mean, they can still cut themselves with them. So it's not like they're dull knives they are actually right. good knives, but they're meant for children. Yeah. And so I've been, I'm thinking about getting my some of those for Christmas. Cause fine. I think she would really like that. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So I think kids stuff, we're just going practical. Yes. Um, for sure. And then, Oh, back to housewarming. There were a couple of things. Um, how are we on time? Am I talking too long? I mean, we're going for a while, but we're okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're over an hour but it's fine you know the Aesop hand soap that is all over like 
It's $40 a bottle. It is hand soap. It smells like heaven. It's in all of the like nice spas. And like when you're on. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Architectural Digest. It's in all the bathrooms. It's beautiful. Something like that. I think when you're doing a housewarming or even just like a, a gift for somebody you don't know super well. I think that's a really fun gift to get them like a really nice hand soap. And you don't have to spend $40. You could go to, you know, home goods and get a really pretty hand soap for. Yeah. Cause box. when I'm going to the store and we need new hand soap, I'm buying a thing of soft soap. Right. But like, it is fun, especially in my downstairs yeah. bath- guest bathroom to have like a nice. Soap. And it goes yes. back to that, like elevating every day. Like you have to yes. wash your hands. So yeah. it's really nice to have some, it just makes you feel like it makes something you have to do feel a little more special. If you have yes. like, a really nice one. Another thing I like to bring people um, for housewarming gift is, or I mean, this could obviously be, when I say housewarming gift, these are also things you could bring as like hostess gifts. Hostess gifts, Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. So a healthy food. I love to go to Costco and get the quinoa salad. It's like 13 bucks. It's healthy. It's delicious. They can pop it in their fridge, eat on it whenever. I also like to do when you're going to someone's house for like a Christmas party, bring them breakfast for the next morning. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Um, A bottle of wine is always great. Everybody loves wine. Well, I think you did that when we had our um, podcast launch party. You brought our dear friend Meredith through granola our... Granola bars, I think. Yeah, you have yeah. a granola bars, yeah, for her. That was a really good idea. I would have never thought of that. But it's it's such a nice thing when someone's, yeah. like, having a party and they're, like, you know, the next morning, you're like, oh, my God, now I have to do breakfast. So, or even, like, a casserole, like yeah. a breakfast casserole, stuff like that, I think is a really nice gesture. Um, another random one is a memory foam under the sink mat. Oh, we have those upstairs. Um with the in the kids' bathroom where I get on my knees to yep. to bathe them. Well, the Milo showers now, but like Nathan's still. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I got it when they were smaller, and I had to like bend over and bathe them. Yeah, well, and for like the kitchen too. Yes. Oh yeah, because the thing is, even if someone already has one, they have another sink they could use it at. Yeah, and like you know, they last a couple years, and you need a new one. So I think yeah. that's just like a general nice gift for somebody is yeah. a memory foam, and they're a little bit more. And it's one of those things you're like, oh, do I really need a memory foam? That I'm not going to get that for myself. So. Someone gave me one for Christmas a couple years ago, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is the best thing ever. I also love giving local coffee. Yeah, um, that's I a think good one. most people drink coffee. Most people do. Um, or they keep it around for having guests or whatever. Yeah. And it's fun to give a local. Again, it's like it's not a bag of Dunkin' Donuts. Though that is delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else we didn't cover? Well, I was just thinking about like the most personal people in your life. So I think we've done a really good job of discussing how we shop for others. But like, I'm thinking about my own kids yeah. or m- my own husband mm-hmm. or, you know, so, so for like, when I think through the biggest issue with Christmas for me is shopping for my children. Okay. And so I, so it's this fine line between, okay, so I, we are, we don't buy our kids very much throughout the year. Like that's just a decision that we've made. So if they get like new toys throughout the year, they have to spend their own money on them. Occasionally they'll get little rewards for something like making good grades or something. But overall, they only get stuff from us at Christmas and at their birthday. Okay. And my kids' birthdays fall right after Christmas. Yeah. So we do like probably spend more than average on them at Christmas time. Yeah, yeah. That's the decision our family's made. And this just like leads to you have to like sit down like with your family and decide or just you and your husband decide like what is the best thing for our family. So this is what works for our family. But I also want to be like intentional with my gifts. Like I don't want to just like be buying like the latest, greatest thing because that's what everybody has. So like I really try to be like, what are are they into? Like Mm -hmm. here's an instant. 
Myla's super into magic right now. Oh. So I have that on my brain. Like she, that's all she does. She's obsessed with magic. Uh-huh. And so I'm, I'm trying to think of all the gifts because what happens is, is every grandparent, every aunt, right. everybody comes to you and says, what do they want? For Christmas. Amazon wishlist, girl. Yes, I know. and the, But this leads to what do I put on the Amazon yeah, wishlist? Yeah, yeah. Like, because I don't want them to just have like some random dinky plastic toy yeah. that they're going to play with once and then it's just going to be put back in the pile, which we have lots of if you yes. look in our playroom. But I just, I'm, I'm, I want gifts that they really want. Like, I don't want, I don't want to give them something they're not going to like mm-hmm. or that I think they're going to like, but they don't really like. But I also want something with intentionality. So it just goes back to the intentionality with the kids. And all of the grandparents are, are really good about giving the kids what I asked for. Yeah. But I, it's coming up with ideas. Yeah. That is hard. You so. always go by the rule of um, something you want, something you need, something to wear, something to read. Mm-hmm. So it's like four gifts per kid. Yes. And, you know, you get a practical, you get a book. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I know what you're saying. And I think that's like one of those things that's so individual for each kid. Yes. And like Miles really into Harry Potter right now. She's Harry Potter, magic tricks, cards, tricks, like anything related to that. So that's probably what a lot of what her Christmas is going to be about. I'll get her, um, a bunny. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Because you have the magician with the rabbit in the hat. Do not bring an animal into my house. (laughs) (laughs) Especially a rabbit because they smell so terrible. (laughs) (laughs) So please don't bring me a rabbit. They are cute. I have a good friend. She would would, love it. Yeah, I know. Nathan's already asked me for another pet. So (laughs) yeah, that's a good, if you guys have any tips for us on discerning kids toys, let us know. Cause yeah, it's the same. I mean, you, you don't, I think the whole thing that we've been moving toward and like the whole trajectory of our podcast is like less better stuff. Yes. And I think we, so I think, I think you can set your amount that you're going to spend on each one of your kids and it might seem like a lot of money, but that doesn't mean you have to buy a lot of little things, get them a, a few high quality Just stuff. Get them one nice present. Yeah. That, so that's what I have. I've started because the first couple of Christmases, I feel like I went insane. Yeah. And I bought all these gifts and it was all these like little bitty gifts just so they'd have a bunch of gifts to open. And then I was like, what are we going to do with all of this crap? You know, mm-hmm. but, but now like, you know, just a couple of like really good, and they've got so many grandparents that so they're going to get other stuff and you can control some people and you can't control others. So like in, who you can control is yourself. Yeah. And like, what is that you really want them to have that they really want to have. Well, so you know? I think too, a fun thing you can do as an experience, I think, especially yes. as kids get experience older, gets and, um, right. but some people don't like to do that because they're like, well, they don't have anything to open. But what you can do is like, if you're buying them tickets to like, see something at the Fox, buy them a little pair of binoculars. Yeah. And that's they'll be like, idea. what are the binoculars for? Oh, you're going to a play. Or you could do like, um, if you are going to take them on a movie date or like a dinner date, you can get a gift card. So you'll have to go to like a chain restaurant. Sorry. Yes. Um, but you'll get a gift card and then they can pay. Yes. You that's know, a great idea. To them and it's like sort of that. So thing. I'm thinking about telling the grandparents this year because we're going to Disney in February. Yeah. About, I want them to get Disney gift cards. Yeah. So that they can use a Disney so they can pick what they want mm-hmm. at the Disney gift store. They can buy treats for themselves if they want to buy treats yeah. at Disney. But my, I'm sure the grandparents are going to be like, well, they can't open anything. So like I may have them like put it in like 
a new shirt that they can wear at Disney, a new Disney shirt that. or something. Like or have a shirt made or costume Milo with or like whatever. On it yeah, or exactly. And have it with the, with the gift card. And then they, that, and I, I just am a firm believer, not just in experience gifts, but in delayed gratification gifts. Yes. So like, then they're going to be holding that until February and they're going to have to think about until February. What do I really want at the Disney store? That's so you know, good. that's so, so good. And yeah. I also think, um, just a couple more ideas for anybody. Yeah. One of them is pre-ordering books. So look at what's coming out in the spring. Oh, that's a good idea. Pre-ordering books are so fun because it just shows up on the person's doorstep in like February or March, whenever it comes yeah. out. And you're like, oh, I totally forgot about yeah. that. So I love, and I'm not big on getting subscription services for people because sometimes it's like that awkward thing where you're like, if you want to continue receiving this yes. for next year, you have to pay for it. So it's just yes. like kind of weird. But, um, even though I do like getting magazine subscriptions as a gift, I have I one family too. member who, who knows what kind of magazines I like. And she does get me magazines and that's good for often. Like family or like yes. somebody that you're committed to like, this will be my gift. Like my day. dad every year, I get him like one of the cooking magazines, yes. you know, or the wine enthusiast or something like that. Cause that's what he's into. So yeah. I think if you're specific with it like that, then and you're committed to just keeping that gift up every year. Yes. And like, awesome. I have one family member who does that for the kids for the highlight magazine. Yes. You know, so and that's awesome. And like, so I think a good way to have that same idea is to pre-order like a book or even like something online like I don't know there's a million things that are pre-order available so I think that's a good one another one just random um if someone's from somewhere that's not where you are like so if you live in Atlanta you're from somewhere else like my husband's from Erie PA so one year for something I he had these donuts in his hometown they have these apple cider donuts that are just like a thing up there and I had them shipped and yes. it was about $40 I think, yeah. to have them shipped over or like yeah. overnight or same day. Yeah. And then the donuts were like 10, but you know, it wasn't about, it was like, it was still a reasonable price gift, but yes. like the, the payoff was huge. Cause he's like, Oh my God, not only did you listen, but you got me this treat. And like, I think everybody has a treat from wherever they're from that just has a place in their heart Yeah, that you could. I yeah. Mean, my husband, there's a, there's a place in town that does incredible cinnamon rolls and like there's literally nowhere else that I've had cinnamon rolls like this in Tulsa um and like that and so he uh, like there have been several times because that's in my family we always had cinnamon rolls on Christmas morning Uh and so it even makes it double special that it's the cinnamon rolls that he grew up with and so it is good to think about stuff like that that's a good idea too and just when you hear people mention stuff I think that's like a fun thing and it's not as expensive as you would think it would be yeah especially if it's like a cookie or something that you can yeah um, and always ask like the the ask how they ship because chances are they've shipped them before so well yeah that's this place um dry i ships them because they're they come frozen and go in the freezer and then you have to defrost them and bake them yeah so yeah so i think that's a really good one um yeah and then i also came up with a list of things for dads and grandpas yes because i feel like they're they're the, the hardest to buy for the hardest um so a couple more things for outside though. Um, not only are birdhouses fun, wind chimes are a really fun thing. Oh, see, I you don't wind like chimes. wind chimes? They annoy me so much. Oh, okay. Well, I think they're fun. Okay, <laughs> maybe that's not a good idea. But I always <laughs> they really annoy me. Like if I'm in somebody's house with a wind chime, like I like they yeah. drive me crazy. So. Okay, well, how about a really pretty? <laughs> I knew you were going to say wind chimes too. Back yeah. when you said birdhouses, I was like, if she says wind chimes, I'm going to tell her I hate wind chimes. <laughs> well, I will never buy you wind. Chimes. See, I like them, and I think okay. they're fun. But okay, so don't buy people one time. Obviously, that's not a great idea. Um, but what I think everyone can agree with that makes no noise is a pretty watering can. Tell me about your watering can right now. 
I don't is know. Is it cute? No. It's probably like the cheapest plastic one they had at like Home Depot. It is exactly the cheapest plastic and one they had. And that is such a thing. You can go, even like go to Target. They have really pretty watering cans and they're like 20, 30 bucks. And that's yeah. another thing that you're like, you're just gonna, what you could do too is put some flowers in a jar and like stick it in the watering can and like that's the gift, you know? Yeah. Like the watering can yes. holds the flowers. Oh, um, so dads and grandpas, um, something I did a couple, a couple years ago, I had a t-shirt made for my dad that had his grandpa name on it, which that's is cute. Bibby. Don't ask. Um, but I think that's a fun thing. I, I feel like, so I like the family shirts cause there's that level of like hilarious cheesiness to it. But if it's something like a hoodie where it's subtle, but then it's still like the pride of like, this is my grandpa name. Yeah. That's just a fun gift. And like, I mean, old men always wear like hoodies and long sleeve t-shirts and stuff. So they'll use it. Um, so I think that's a fun thing. And then um, this is going to be random. Apparently, I like to do paper towels, but those mechanic paper towels, the blue ones, yes. every man will find a way to use those. Yes. Um, so I think that's a fun gift. And it's just, it's almost like a nudge to being like, you're so hard to buy for. I'm literally buying you mechanic paper towels. So it can be like a joke, you know? Yeah. Um, and then another thing I really like to give are like nice house slippers because no man will yes. admit that they want them, but they all do. Yes. Um, and they're just comfy to have. Um, an eyeglasses holder and eyeglass cleaning wipes with it are yeah. a fun thing because yeah. most people wear reading glasses and then they yes. lose them. But if you have a designated spot plus the cleaning wipes that come, like the individual ones, yeah, that's a nice little gift. Um, also, if you're in the Atlanta area, you can go to the Porsche headquarters and eat lunch. They have like three restaurants yes. that overlook the track. I think that's just a fun yeah. gift in general. Like yes. take your dad or your grandpa to lunch and look at cars and they can test drive cars for like a fee. Or oh yeah. David's not, I've gotten David that for a gift before and he loved it. Really? He's super, you know, yeah, he's, he's really super into cars. into cars. He loved that. Yeah. That's um, a really good idea. And then, so experiences I think are great for yes. dads. Um, <laughs> this is kind of funny, but sweatproof polo shirts. Yes. That's pretty much all David wears. Yeah. yeah. And I think dad's uh, especially, and like the Slazenger ones are like 20 bucks yeah. and they're really good. Yeah. So, um, and going back to our stewardship episode, I don't know how they're made. They're probably made terribly, but they're $20 and they work. So put that in your back pocket. Um, a certificate for a hot shave. Yes. I think it's really indulgent and most women don't do that. Yep. Another thing, you know, the, what a valet stand is. It's like, yes, I have one. Okay. David has one. I got him a, a gift. Uh, a it's Valley a good gift, gift, right? It is a great gift. Yeah. Um, it's the thing. And it was helpful to me too, because his stuff wasn't everywhere. Right. It's like the thing, if y'all don't know what that is, it's like literally a little. It Console replaces, kind of thing. Yeah. It replaces the random chair in your room that all your clothes get thrown on when yes. like, they're not dirty, but they're not clean. Yes. Yes. It's like the in-between thing and it'll fit in your closet. Yes. And it's just a little stand with like bars and you can like yes. put your shirt on it. There's some, some of them have like a place for your shoes. Yes. It's just a little dressing station. And yes. I think that that's like, no guy would ever buy that for themselves. No, David really likes it. Um, I feel like old men always, I'm sorry, I'm saying old men, but men like dads and grandpas, they always like nuts or like mixed nuts yeah get some really nice mixed nuts or the spice nuts are a really yes. good one um and yeah i think that was all i came up with dads and grandpas are hard they are hard um so i think experiences is a good remember thing to remember yeah oh and best gift for everybody at christmas what do you think i'm gonna say uh i don't know what you're gonna say ornaments oh yeah i do like getting an ornament I, I think they're so fun, especially if you're, you have kids and you put the year on it. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, my kids get a new Christmas ornament every year with the year on it. They both get their own. Yeah. And so it's our tree is full of, and my mom's tree was full of that. And we still have all of those ornaments from when I was a kid. So it's such a good gift and they're affordable. And like, if you're like at a point where you're like, I don't even know what to get people. I'm so overwhelmed. Go to Hobby Lobby. They have like a million and they're all like, they have everything you could ever think of. Yeah. Buy the tournaments. You'll be good. Okay. So I hope this was helpful. I'm sorry. It is so freaking long. I just could not stop talking because I love gift giving. So yes. I hope it was helpful and not just a bunch of rambling. Um, but we hope this empowers you to be thoughtful and intentional about your gift giving to remember why. Yes. Remember that it's all about honoring the other person. And one more thing. Um, I feel like I need to say this because I have been a very entitled gift recipient in the past. Like, I think we all can have this tendency to be bratty and be like, you know, like yeah. especially as kids, like, yes. what do you mean you knitted me a sweater? I don't want a sweater. I want that. Yeah. So I think it's just good to be in this posture of remembering, like, if, if I ever do receive a gift I'm not crazy about, I try to think about all that it took the person to get it. So That's I try to idea. really make myself be like, they went to a store and they chose this and they wrapped it for me mm. and they were excited to give it to me. Yeah. And it's really about that. I think that that would be a good thing for to, children. right? <laughs> like as a part of your Advent time before mm-hmm. Christmas, just a little like lesson on how gratitude around gifts and yeah. like what is it? It's not just a thank you, but like yeah. really like thinking about it. And, and we can do a whole thing on thank you cards, but uh, which I'm really bad at, even though I really believe in them. I'm yeah. just bad at remembering <laughs> them. Um, but yeah, so I think this has been great. And um, we're going to, we, we do need to wrap up because it's long, but um, long this come, we're at like an hour 20. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I think it's the longest one we've ever done. It's fine. Even <laughs> interviews that we split into two parts. But I do, I do want to say that um, this is going to come out next Tuesday. October 23rd. That's mm-hmm. right. 22nd, yes. 23rd. Um, and that, um, so we're recording on a Wednesday, but the Tuesday after this, and that Which is also, either. yeah, that's also the start of our week long giveaway thing. And yeah. so be, so today, as you're listening to this, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, October 23rd, be looking for, um, on our social media, be looking for our announcement of how you can win our awesome intentional gift giving Giveaway. Yes. So what we're going to do, um, since we just talked about gift giving, um, if you haven't heard about our gift giving, let's just talk about it. I know we're really yes. long, but five minutes. We're doing a giveaway of gifts that we have thought through, thought would be good to give, good yeah. to receive. Um, the whole spirit of it is if there's something in there that you really like, keep it. And if there's something you see that reminds you of a friend, give yeah. it away. They're all like, I don't like the word generic, but they're all non-specific, non-specific <laughs> enough yes. that many people could, um, enjoy them yeah and so what we're gonna do we're gonna do a lunchtime live yes tuesday the 23rd at noon yes so if you're listening to this if you're like oh my god it's 6 a.m woven's up yay and you're listening and it's like 7 30 and you're our biggest fan um just wait till noon i'm just kidding no one does that (laughs) but um just put on at noon we'll do a live we'll save it for a day and then we're also going to do a big post where we go through all of the gifts to win but y'all it's really good yeah, so please we're excited. In. If you want to give us a gift, leave us a review on iTunes. Yeah, that would be the best gift you could give us all year. I like <laughs> okay. that. Okay. Take care. Sorry it was so long. Bye. Bye.